So you wanna know what autism means, right? In this video, I'm gonna be breaking that down and explaining to you exactly what autism is and what autism means. All that, coming up. Hey guys, welcome back to the Aspie world. My name is Dan, I have autism, ADHD, OCD, and dyslexia, and I make weekly videos on this and other types of content. So if you are new around here and you'd like to learn more and see more videos from me, hit that subscribe button by clicking the notification bell. And if you're watching over on Facebook, be sure to give this page a like and a follow to see more videos just like this one. Okay guys, so I uh, wanted to uh, have this video, this chance to just talk about autism and what, what it means, because a lot of people hear the term autism and they don't know what it means. And if you're new to me and you've never seen anything before, please head over to Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok and give me a follow on all those platforms. I put content and information and blogs all over those platforms, so please check that out if you wanna learn more about all this stuff. And hey, you can always hit me up in a DM if you have any questions. So, autism, what does it mean? I'm gonna break down the more terminology and the origins of it here uh, because I wanted to, um, I want to just go over it because I, th I feel like it's it's a it's an interesting concept to hear the word but then not know really what it's about. So autism, like the word, if we look at the word autism, right? The word autism comes from a Greek word autos, meaning the self. So autism basically means alone, right? Because autism is almost seen upon as being like alone in your own head. Like your your the way you see the world is is independent to how everybody else sees the world. I know typically everybody sees the world differently, but in terms of someone who is on the autism spectrum, they interact interact with the world differently to how a neurotypical person would. So there's two types of brains that we can currently conjure up. There's a neurotypical brain, which is the average everyday Joe um, who just goes around and does life as life. And then there's people who are neurodiverse, who are people on the autism spectrum or ADHD and their neurological path are mended it a bit differently on creation than everybody else's. Now that causes the autism in the brain because it's kind of like a neurodevelopmental um, condition that actually happens and that's kind of what autism is. Now it's really interesting. Um, autism actually uh, started, uh, the studies of autism have been conducted since the 1940s. Now back then there was two blokes who did it. One was called Hans Asperger and the other guy was called Leo Kanner and they both simultaneously at the exact same time started studying the exact same thing which is basically what we now know as autism. Initially it was called Hans Asperger's Asperger's Syndrome which is what I actually had a diagnosis of when it was the terminology was Asperger's Syndrome. Now up to date the DSM which is like the American um, psychological kind of way of criteria for diagnosing people with mental health conditions and neurological conditions called the DSM in 2013 took the term Asperger's away and replaced it with just ASD which is autism spectrum disorder because it covers like a more big umbrella and I'll explain a little bit about that in a minute why they did that. up until it was you know Hans Asperger had Asperger's syndrome and then Leo Kanner had Kenner's um Kenner syndrome and then he changed it from Kenner syndrome to early infantile autism and then they dropped the early infantile because it was obviously not just in infants it was in grown adults um, they just call it autism and then Hans Asperger's uh, you know the, they, they fused them together to make the autism spectrum disorder now the reason they did this is because when they were looking at the types of people they were studying at the time you had people who had really low support needs where they were able to function typically had a really good vocabulary they were quite intellectually capable to 
go out and do um, very interesting complex um, skills, but then they lacked social skills, they lacked uh, emotional skills, and then that's what they were labeled as having Asperger syndrome. But the people that Leo Cannon was looking at for early infantile autism, or just autism, were people who had really high support needs. They were not um, able to talk, they had no, they were completely nonverbal, they had no um, functions of uh, certain motor skills, they were unable to communicate on an intellectual level, and there was no, um, there was no way of communicating appropriately with these people at that time because they didn't understand how this all worked or where, you know, where it was going to come in where they would be able to say, oh, okay, I can use like an app now to talk to this person. Because you've got to think, it was back in the 1940s, they didn't have iPhones, didn't have iPads, how on earth are you supposed to connect with somebody who couldn't talk back then? And that's basically how it stood up until from the 1940s right up until the 80s and the 90s. Hans Asperger's Asperger syndrome was a way of diagnosing people with a high-functioning autism, which again is a term we don't really use anymore. And then you had a low-functioning autism, which is the people who had higher support needs. So the interesting thing was then is that when the DSM, the, uh, the fifth edition of that came out, in 2013 they looked at the whole thing and they said well we can't have function labels like high and low function because what this implies is that this person needs more support than this person but then if you say that then is it that the people who need support where they have considerably low function should have all the support and the people who have high function should have no support but that wasn't really fair because the people who had high functioning Asperger's syndrome diagnosis still needed support so this whole like area was a bit gray and they said well how do we do this so they said well if you fuse them together and just call it the autism spectrum disorder for a diagnosis then it becomes very simple you have people who uh, have Asperger syndrome but then they'll just call it autism spectrum disorder and people who have you know classic autism but then they just have autism spectrum disorder so you're able to offer them help and support uh, equally but then they can take and use what they need fairly which I feel is a really good idea when the DSM changed it which is interesting but I still feel like the term Asperger syndrome is used and it is still diagnosed as Asperger syndrome in certain places in the world it's not completely taken away and uh, I'm gonna do a video all about that as well because I feel like people think that autism um, uh, the Asperger syndrome in autism diagnosis doesn't exist anymore but I think that's really really interesting now the the term autism is still used it's still the strongest term used there is some speculation over using autism spectrum disorder or autism spectrum condition because a lot of people see that disorder is a difficult thing to kind of put on somebody as a label when it could be classed as a condition now like I said it's a neurodevelopmental condition you don't uh, you don't grow into it and you don't grow out of it if you have it as a child you'll have it as an adult it's, it's something that is the way your brain has been set which is really interesting because a lot of people think that people can grow out of autism autism is definitely not curable and it's not a disease so you can't catch it from somebody and it's definitely not curable because a lot of people say that you know you can cure it with like bleaching and horrible things like that which is just no no you should never ingest bleach and so there are some really barbaric things that are said about autism and especially a lot of people think that it's like made up and it doesn't exist which is completely irrelevant of course it exists you know and we saw it played out in one of the uh, most famous films called Rain Man and Rain Man uh, played by uh, Dustin Hoffman and Tom Cruise was his brother in that and Dustin plays a an autistic savant who actually has savant syndrome which is more of a, um, a different kind of like intellectual disability than autism but it runs alongside and it's kind of still on the spectrum just about kind of like how ADD and ADHD are kind of on the low end of the spectrum and savant syndrome would be right up the high end of the spectrum kind of like just before dropping off uh, and out of that spectrum uh, and savant syndrome was very interesting but it also is uh, it's a world away from what you class as Asperger syndrome now 
they portrayed that very well and it was really good. It was the first time people kind of got to grips with the, the term autism because they, they mention it within the film. But one thing that the film fails to represent is a fair view of autism. But since then, Hollywood have had a good chance at making things better and they've had shows like Atypical and like the Power Rangers when there was a guy on the spectrum, the Blue Ranger in the new movie who was on the spectrum. And it's nice to see more and more shows coming out and having more relatable autism characters because people then have a lovely way of relating to those and understanding those characters. So that being said, I hope that this understood to you what autism means and how autism came about and all the kind of background and bit of history on autism as well. And if you think this video is helpful or interesting, please share it on Facebook and Twitter. And if you want to tag a friend in the comment section, please do so. That would be super awesome. If you enjoyed the video, give it a thumbs up. I'll see you next time, guys. Peace. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you haven't already, please share this with anybody and everyone who you think can get some benefit from it. And also, I know a bunch of you guys who haven't already subscribed to this podcast, but listen, so please go over and subscribe to it now so you don't miss an episode. Also, if you wanna hit me up on Twitter, it's at the Aspie World, the T-H-E, Aspie, A-S-P-I-E, and then World, W-O-R-L-D, so the Aspie World. All right, guys, thanks.